Welcome to High on Healthy, energized by A6 Wellness. Each week, you will learn of the benefits of proper nutrition, supplementation, and personal development to live a healthy and abundant life. Now, here's your personal advocate for living a healthy and active lifestyle, Audrey Kerger. Thank you for joining me today on High Unhealthy, Energized by A6 Wellness. I'm your hostess, Audrey Kerger, and my guest today is Antoinette Gomez. Antoinette is an international speaker on sexual health and cannabis. She is the current director of the Toronto Women Grow Market and mentors many startups in the emerging cannabis industry in Canada with the legal framework. She also founded Pleasure Peaks, a product line specializing in women's sexual health for for the past five years, she has been helping people start, buy, and sell brands and companies in the cannabis space. With an extensive background in executive work in medical cannabis, she has a thorough understanding of cannabis market and knows what it takes to champion a client's needs. Whether you're founding a startup or buying a licensed producer, she can help you price properly, negotiate deals, qualify investors, run credit checks, acquire financing, pass and create boards, find employment, and more. Thank you so much for joining me today, Antoinette. I'm very excited to have you with us. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here. (laughs) So first of all, I'd love to know a little bit more about you. Where did you grow up? Where did you attend school? Yeah, uh, I was born in Toronto, Canada. Um, I was born and raised here, um, but I've done tons of work in the States and Canada as well. Uh, My schooling, my background is um, I'm a holistic nutritionist. I went to the Canadian School of Natural Nutrition, um, and that's basically how I got mostly involved in cannabis, which is with a nutrition background. So tell us, how did you actually become introduced and educated about the many health benefits of, that cannabis has to offer? Yeah, so here in Canada, there, was, there aren't many um, things to access education on cannabis because I've been involved in the industry for five years now. Now we have amazing um, colleges and universities that are rolling out cannabis programs. That, um, but at the time, I was doing my own research in alternative therapies at Holistic Nutrition. Um, and I was also going into cannabis as an alternative therapy as well. So when I was doing my own research, um, I found Compassion Clubs here in Canada. And Compassion Clubs are the people who would work with patients one-on-one across Canada for chronic pain patients and cancer patients that are using cannabis as a medicine. So I was able to work really closely with a lot of doctors and, and patients, and that's where I really got to see firsthand how cannabis can really help people. So our listeners would love to know how cannabis has personally impacted your life. I know personally that when someone has this one-on-one relationship with this plant, so much more passion is and drive is behind that individual. So can you tell us what your life was like before finding cannabis and how your life is now? Yeah, um, I always like to say it's it's a relationship with Mary Jane. It's going to be different at all different times of your life. Um, in my early ages, like in high school, I was never really a cannabis consumer. Um, I kind of had a negative stigma towards it. It wasn't until I got into healthcare that I noticed that it was a medicine. And something that I noticed when I was doing my yoga teacher training um, 
was that I had an extra vertebrae in my lower spine that I had no idea that was causing me to have chronic back pain for a lot of, a lot of my life. So what I noticed was um, that I had to work closely with a chiropractor on it. I had to do lots of massage therapy, extra yoga hours. Um, but once I, once I knew that cannabis was great for, um, as a muscle relaxant and also for chronic pain, I used it on my, on my lower spine, and it was helping me tremendously um, overcome that issue that I was dealing with for so long. So since then, I, I, created, I started creating my own cannabis topicals, and then I started creating my own cannabis tinctures just for personal use, um, really. But I was learning different um, avenues to ingest cannabis without having to smoke it because I, I know that smoking would always give me um, an elevated high. I would always be, um, I, would, I would always have like a foggy headspace. So I really liked finding different alternatives to still get the medical benefits from cannabis. Um, and and now it's changed, and, and now I use cannabis in all different forms for whatever I'm really feeling. I feel like I have a very customized approach to when I, when I go to my cannabis. I'm way more knowledgeable on my strains because I've been using it for so long and have been working with patients for a long time. So, um, and now I just help women in my cannabis as impact of my life is definitely tremendously. I've been in the industry for five years, and I haven't been in any other industry that long. <laughs> Well, that is absolutely amazing that you have found relief in so many different ways and that you were experimenting and kind of breaking the boundaries of what most people think cannabis is, which is an object that you smoke. And not everybody is going to find that relief through that mechanism. And I love the fact that you were thinking outside of the box and really exploring that and found so many wonderful ways to utilize this plant. Now, I wanted to ask, what was your first cannabis project? Yeah, my first cannabis project um, came, a, came out of me just trying to create different products um, for, for medical benefits with cannabis. So with my background in holistic nutrition, I kind of merged it with my cannabis knowledge and I created Zen Living Lifestyles. Um, Zen Living Lifestyles consists of holistic cannabis therapies. So it would be a cannabis um, recipe book for specific ailments. So if you had Crohn's, if you had cancer, if you had um, endometriosis or MS, we had different um, diet plans for you with foods that are also have healing abilities too, but also incorporating the cannabis aspect in it as well. So that was my first project, uh, which was then Living Lifestyle, and we would have different brunches where women in the cannabis industry would come together to speak about what they're working on or, or other patients as well, just to speak with other patients and hear about their stories, what they're going, with, going through as well. Um, but it was basically came down to the, to the service of offering these, these recipe books that also were, were healing too. Well, speaking of these amazing recipe books, are these available to the general public? Are these available to only your clientele? How would people utilize and get a hold of these recipe books that you've put together with your nutritional background and your cannabis background being so amazing? I'm sure people would want to get a hold of those documents. Yeah, for sure. So Zen Living Lifestyle, I easily just gave it to a naturopath that I, that I was going through schooling with as well. And now she uses it in her practice. Um, 
but that's something that I can publicly say, considering uh, we're in Canada right now. So she uses it for all of her medical patients who have who have been prescribed cannabis, and then she's able to use it. So I'm no longer a part of the company, although they're using it at a naturopathic clinic here in Toronto. Awesome. Well, that is wonderful to know that it's still being utilized, even though you are no longer working in that specific area. I think that it's amazing that it's still working and helping and showing people health benefits. We do need to take a short break. When we come back, we will continue our discussion with Antoinette Gomez, international speaker and cannabis business consultant. More when High on Healthy returns in a moment. Awaken, adjust, and aspire to hear more High on Healthy after this short rest break. Introducing 420 Cloud, ignited by MSIG, one of the fastest growing social apps around. The only app you'll need for all things cannabis. Find the latest cannabis news, videos, and stories, ranging from business and tech to sports and medicine. Start your career in cannabis by seeking, identifying, and applying for jobs through our expansive listings. For businesses, 420cloud.com features a full-scale cross-channel network, monetizing high traffic for big data conversion and analytics. Download 420 Cloud now from the iTunes Store or Google Play. MSIG.com is a publicly listed company on the OTC, symbol MCIG. At Alternative Vibes, our core values of quality, loyalty, respect, and honesty guides us in our mission to help families find peace and harmony through our products and services. Whether you are looking for a more natural way of living, shopping essential oils, topicals, and edibles, or searching for a path towards achieving your goals, we are your choice. Learn more about our complete line of natural products and solutions at AlternativeVibes.com. Bringing quality of living to life. AlternativeVibes.com. Cannabis concentrates have been around for thousands of years. In 19th century America, extracts mixed with other herbs were sold as a miracle cure. Now, Apex Supercritical has elevated the science of extraction into the 21st century. Apex Supercritical is the leader in CO2 extraction, which is the cleanest, safest, and purest way to extract plant oils. ROI in as little as three weeks. Our cost-effective systems are fully automated with an industry-leading three-year warranty. And if we don't have your system in stock, we can build one in as little as four weeks. Bringing CO2 extraction to the masses. Learn more at apeksupercritical.com. Four-week build excludes high production systems. Let's get back to getting high on healthy. Energized by A6 Wellness. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to High Unhealthy, Energized by A6 Wellness. My guest today is Antoinette Gomez. As a Toronto native, she has a deep love for Canadian cannabis culture. She approaches both life and work with creativity, a collaborative work ethic, and an innovative thought process. To her, there is nothing more rewarding than seeing a client fall in love with their work or investment. For the past five years, she has been helping people start, buy, sell brands and companies. With an experienced background in executive work and medical cannabis, Antoinette has a thorough understanding of the cannabis market in Canada and knows what it takes to champion a client's needs. Whether you're founding a startup or buying a licensed producer, she can help you with pricing properly 
properly, negotiating deals, qualifying investors, running credit checks, acquiring financing, passing and creating boards, finding employment, and so much more. Now, we were just chatting about her first cannabis project, which was creating a recipe book for individuals who had specific ailments and utilizing nutrition and cannabis to help them overcome their sufferings. Now, I'd like to know how that project led into your relationship with Women Grow. Yeah, so that was my first project that I started. And that's when I noticed that there's a lot of opportunities in the cannabis space simply because it's a it's a brand new industry and there's so much that hasn't been done yet there. So that's when I decided to create a new project, uh, which was Pleasure Peaks. And Pleasure Peaks was always fun to, for me because I always used to teach people how to make their own topicals or tinctures or own their own products. Uh, but the one that was always so much fun to teach was the lubricants, the personal sexual lubricants that, that were infused with cannabis. And when I created Pleasure Peaks, um, it was more of, um, to, incre- to increase sexual pleasure for women who are dealing with cervical cancer and with endometriosis. But what I noticed was when I came out with the, can- the cannabis-infused lubricant, I had hundreds of people sh- um, come up to me saying that it worked for women with endometriosis, which was amazing. So I noticed that there was something specific within women's sexual health that, but, what, that our cannabis industry wasn't really looking at at the time. So when I, when I started that business, I absolutely loved it, um, and all of the women did too, although when it was, it was one of my first, it was my second startup, so it was very, I was very new to entrepreneurship at the time, and when I did it, I did it with not many, um, with not much support. No law firms were really able to take on this type of product, or um, venture capital weren't really thinking it was... Um, I did enough idea five years ago. Um, but what I knew is that I was, I felt very discouraged working in a great area industry because there is no playbook on how to get through something like this. And that's when I noticed that we need support. Startups and woman-led businesses do need support, especially in the early beginning phases. So what I noticed is that if I'm one of the very few women working in the cannabis space and I'm struggling so hard with a, with a product line that's going to do so well, what are the odds of licensed producers that are very much male-dominated from the pharma world and from ex-police officers, what are the chances of them working with women's sexual health? And I thought that was something that was really bothering me, and, and that's when I really noticed the lack of diversity is going to have a huge problem in a lack of diverse products as well. So that's why I got involved at Woman Grow because I needed to support other female-led businesses that wanted to get into the cannabis space. I wanted them to understand that even though I'm doing this um, and I can do it, you can do it too. And that's why I um, implemented like an accelerator model with Woman Grow. So I'm happy that I'm able to support all of these new startups um, that are coming to Woman Grow. And, you know, that was, that was a while ago. So now I actually... I actually um, work with seven law firms, and I have my own pool of investors now. So it's very easy for me to start these these new businesses, although it wasn't always that easy. (laughs) 
Wow. So I love the fact that from going holistic health and nutrition, you found this very private subject that is not very spoken about. It's very quiet. Most women aren't even sharing with their friends. And you were able to be able to make something and help these ladies with issues like endometriosis, which can be so painful. And that leading into this wonderful way of yourself and other women coming together to support each other and help each other find the success that they're looking for in this industry. And what I'd love to know is if you could talk to our listeners about the accomplishments and successes that you have found for both of yourself and other members of Women Grow Toronto over the the few years that you've been involved with this company. Yeah. Toronto is very unique in the sense where everything is happening so quickly here in Canada. Um, and the successes are definitely showing that. If you, if you notice that five years ago, I couldn't get any law firm to work with me. And now I represent seven actively getting cannabis companies. So it's a massive turnaround. And I'm so happy that I was able to bring it to the Woman Girl brand because um, my morals and ethics are very much in, in synchronicity with the Woman Girl brand when it comes to mentoring startups. So, with me, I really wanted to get tons of female startups out of, out of Woman Girl. And with the accelerator model that I implemented into Woman Girl, we had 16 startups come out of it over the course of one year, which is amazing. We were also able to partner with universities and colleges. Things, that's like things that have never happened under the Woman Girl brand. And we've been able to get financing for tuition for women and minorities to get into cannabis-related programs. So we're making it more affordable for them. Um, so our education is so is is gone so far, and and uh, our startups are doing so well. Uh, I'm so happy with everything that we've done with, within the course of a year, and um, it's just grown so much beyond me. <laughs> and I'm just really excited for the future of Women Grow Toronto. That is fabulous. 16 startups in a year through the support of each other. That is some amazing and fabulous news. How are these companies doing now? Are Is this from 16 from this last year, 2017? Or are these companies now in two, three, four years of business? Yep, these, uh, well, some of them, I guess, some of the, of the 16 startups have are actual pioneers. They've been in the industry for like 10 plus years um, within the gray and black market. But what I'm, what, I'm, what I'm really advocating for is that there is a space for pioneers within the legal framework. A lot of women and minorities see that cannabis is being legalized, but they see that there's no opportunity for them. And that is, I can't express how far from the truth that is. There's so much opportunities in cannabis. You just have to understand the framework. And um, that's something that I'm really good at. So what I wanted, what I've been doing with some of the pioneers who are in our startup accelerator program are still growing, um, but they're growing um, in the legal framework now, (laughs) which is amazing. So that's how we really want to get, we we don't want to discourage pioneers from staying staying in the black market because we're going to have harsh penalties in the future, of course. Uh, but they can still get everything that they want within the legal framework because the government of Ontario is leaving tons of opportunities for them, whether it's becoming their own licensed producer or even their craft producer or just being a distributor or a retailer. 
uh, and this space in education as well and research. There's just so much to it. It's just that it's not readily available to the general public, which is why I'm so happy that Woman Girl has resources um, for people to understand a little bit more of how cannabis works here in Canada and how to get involved. So that's why I'm always open to jumping on a call with any any woman or minority who want, who has a cannabis business or has an idea and they just want to understand how it could possibly work within the framework. That's amazing. And I'm so happy to hear that there's so many successful people doing it the right way so that that success can last and create a legacy. Now, I want to switch gears and ask just a couple of questions about sex and cannabis. What are a couple of things that you believe people have misunderstandings about or just need to know about cannabis and sex? I think um, something that people get confused about with cannabis and sex is goes back to like one of one of my past answers is that you have to smoke it <laughs> to enjoy it you know um there's so many different ways to incorporate cannabis within your sex life which i think are amazing and and um since i since i used to talk a lot about women's sexual health i know that there are so many issues that daily couples um go through and cannabis can really help you through that as well. So whether it's using a cannabis-infused massage oil um, with your partner just to be a little bit more sensual and to just ground yourself or get rid of all of those headaches and aches you're, you're going through every single day, of course, um, but just it gives you an opportunity to become a lot more closer with your partner. I like um, consuming cannabis I, with your partner because I feel that it allows you to be more vulnerable with them you're able to communicate on a very, in a very authentic and honest way, um, even about sticky situations that you don't want to speak about, which I personally love. Every time we're doing taxes, I'm like, yeah, I think um, we can definitely enhance this conversation <laughs> a little bit more to help us get through it. Um, but there's so many ways how you can use it to enhance your life period and just enhance relationships, not even just with your sexual partners, but even with your friends. I've had, uh, I've gone to cannabis infused dinners um, before that have given me and my body the most outmost beautiful feeling, um, but also really elevated my conversations and made me feel a lot more closer with my, with my dinner partners. So there's tons of ways to um, incorporate it, but I think the best thing to know is know exactly what you're using and know how it will affect you. If you don't know your product, you're not going to know how it's going to affect you, so you don't know if that's actually what you're looking for, that you're, what your desired outcome is. If you're going to be smoking um, a cannabis product for, for something that you want to be very in your body with and very much in your mind, you're, you're definitely not going to be wanting to smoke a, a sativa that's very high energy. It's just, it comes back to the same thing as holistic nutrition. All food's good for you. It's just at different times and moments. It's about knowing, being educated on your choices and making educated choices pretty much. And it's the same thing in cannabis, which is why I'm such a huge advocate for cannabis education for anybody who uses it. Well, I think that that is some great tips, hints, and with that, we do need to take a quick break. More with Antoinette Gomez when High Unhealthy returns in just a minute. Awaken, adjust, and aspire to hear more High Unhealthy. 
after this short rest break. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is him pink, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Strainwise Consulting is the most sought-after consulting company for cannabis business applications and management contracts. We consulted on the first recreational license in the world and have had an over 95% success rate on applications submitted. The industry is growing at such an exponential rate that building a powerful and lasting cannabis business is a number one priority. Here's Strainwise's Sean Eubanks. In our first five years, we branded and supported nine medical and recreational marijuana dispensaries and a Approximately 160,000 square feet of sophisticated and efficient product cultivation. Strainwise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the process. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber Vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Let's get back to getting high on healthy, energized by A6 Wellness, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to High on Healthy, energized by A6 Wellness. My guest today is Antoinette Gomez, a Toronto native with a deep love for Canadian cannabis culture. Antoinette has a thorough understanding of the cannabis market in Canada and knows what it takes to champion a client's needs. Whether you're founding a startup or buying a licensed producer, she can help you properly price, negotiate deals, qualify investors, and more. Now, we were just discussing popular ways of incorporating cannabis into your sex life and reminding our listeners that knowledge is power. And Antoinette, I'd love to ask, what are you currently working on for your business, as I know you have been transitioning into helping people enter the industry themselves? Yeah, um, what I've been doing lately uh, is my business, I guess it's a consulting business. I've been doing full-time consulting now, which I absolutely adore. Uh, I don't own any of my companies anymore. I learned very much that I don't like being on the CEO, the CEO of companies, although I, I feel that I have a lot more to offer as a board position. So I have lots of advice to give, and I feel that I get to work on a lot more projects at the same time. So I'm still um, consulting and sitting on the board of many of the startups that came out of the Woman Girl brand, although I'm getting a lot of other clients as well. But... I love everything that I'm working on because I get so many inquiries every day on my social media, on my website, from all of these amazing startup ideas. And it just really gets me going. It makes me so excited for the future of cannabis. And I get to create, um, I get to help these people with their ideas. So it really does fulfill me doing consulting. 
And I feel like I have so much more going on, but it's, it's, uh, it's a lot less work for me. And, um, and I truly love it for sure. So we had spoken previously. Um, we actually met at a Women Grow event in Phoenix, Arizona. You had come out and you had talked to the crowd. And it was really interesting to hear some of the things that you said. And I heard as you were speaking that you were becoming more politically active. How did this come about and what are your future aspirations in government? Yeah, I've, I've very much been involved within government and cannabis ever since I got involved with Students for Sensible Drug Policy. Students for Sensible Drug Policy is really what, 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 sorry. (laughs) What really got me into going into politics and cannabis was Students for Sensible Drug Policy because sensible drug policy is so important. Um, As you know, a lot of our our cannabis laws have been a lot more harmful than helpful for innovating the cannabis industry. And when I say that, I I mean like carding with the massive minorities and that we have incarcerated right now for nonviolent cannabis crimes. Um, So when I talk about drug policy and I hear every day what happens in the Senate at city hall, and I feel that my voice isn't being heard from the cannabis background. Um, we feel that we're not legalizing. Um, sorry, can I say that? <laughs> okay. Yep, just do a 10-second <laughs> break, and then we'll hop back in, and they'll edit that whole section out. Yeah, I'm very excited to be going into politics. I'm very, very excited. I come from a background of sensible drug policy. So I've been seeing how different states around the U.S. have been legalizing their cannabis use Um, But I'm also looking at the South American markets and the European markets, and Canada is doing a really good job at legalizing federally. Um, Honestly, kudos to the government for doing it so quickly. (laughs) I've been in the industry for five years now, and I didn't think that I would see cannabis legalization for recreational use in my lifetime, um, which has been beautiful. So I want more people to be in politics who really understand the plant and understand sensible drug policy, Um, sensible drug policy that will help um, promote cannabis education. So we don't have, because we know that Denver, Colorado stated, if there's anything that they would do differently in legalizing recreational, recreational use would to be to have more education within them. Um, But I also want my voice to be heard. It kind of comes back to the same sense of why I got involved at Woman Grow. I felt that I was one of the only women in the cannabis industry. And that was a huge problem because I felt that my, my products would never be able to be offered. And I see the same thing in cannabis where I hear the Senate, I hear what goes on at City Hall, and I don't hear my voice. I don't hear my voice speaking up for cannabis for patients. I don't hear my voice speaking about cannabis for the baby boomers that are using tons of pharmaceuticals currently, uh, but to understand different alternative options. You know, I'm not hearing about how cannabis can really help our economy incredibly, especially when our economy is at a huge deficit right now, especially Toronto, the city that I'm from. Um, And there aren't many women or minorities in politics either. So, For all of those reasons, I feel that 
more people like me and me personally should be getting into politics just so that our voice is heard, of course, and that we're represented and that we matter. But not only that, I'm, I'm really pushing for sensible drug laws, of course. <laughs> That's awesome. So what are your hopes in accomplishing your goals in 2018? What are you aspiring to get done this year? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing so much in 2018, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm starting my campaign next month, um, and I'll be winning my campaign in October. <laughs> so I'll be really busy with, um, with um, the election, of course, although with all of my startups that I'm working with, I have really, really cool stuff coming out. I have my cannabis technology company, Ovandi, specializing in intuitive cannabis technologies using artificial intelligence kind of like their Google Home cannabis products. They're, they're pretty amazing. So uh, I'm excited to be traveling to China this year with them to help them with their manufacturing. I'm also starting three different licensed production sites in 2018, which is very, very exciting. I'm working with a brewery company and the world's largest sex toy manufacturer. So there's tons of stuff going on. Everything that I, I completely adore and love and I truly feel that anyone should only ever do what they completely adore and love because that's where the passion is and that's where the drive is, you know? And that's why people always ask me, like, when do you sleep? And I barely sleep. It's, it's, it's so true. I barely sleep. Like, I'll be up until, into, you know, 1 o'clock in the morning sometimes working on my startups, working on my clients, just to see how I can help them push us a little bit farther. I'll be looking up all of the data that we just got at, you know, at midnight, just because I'm so excited about it. My fiance always says I'm obsessed, but it's what you do when you're in love, right? (laughs) Yeah. So how can our listeners stay up to date with what's happening in your world and to work with you as well? Yeah, you can always find me at AntoineGomez.com. From there, you can find my Instagram, my LinkedIn, my Facebook page, um, but you can, can you can reach out to me directly um, through the contact us at antoinettegomez.com. It is spelled it's spelled the tra- the Spanish translation, so it's A N T U A N E T T E, and then it's Gomez with a Z. <laughs> Perfect. So I really enjoyed learning so much. We must wrap it up for today. If you are interested in working with me, please visit a6wellness.com or email a6wellness at gmail.com. We love connecting with our listeners across the world. You can also download this and all episodes by going to cannabisradio.com or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, and now Spotify. You can follow the show on social media by searching Audrey Kerger or A6 Wellness. And we cannot forget to give a tremendous thank you to our guest today, Antoinette Gomez, international speaker and cannabis business consultant. It was wonderful chatting with you and learning so much about you today. Lastly, thanks to my producer, George, for another great show. Until then, awaken, adjust, aspire, affirm, and take action. A6 Wellness.
The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. 